How's it going, guys? And welcome back to the Put Me On podcast. Today's episode has been a long time in the making, a very long time in the making, months in the making, you might say. Uh, But I am joined by special guest, technician managing editor, Alicia Thomas. Alicia, how are you doing? Living the dream, Jalen. That's that's awesome. I love to hear that. How how how's your mental health? How are you doing? Oh, stop it, you. It's honestly, I got a little bit of sleep last night. I took a little nap. I texted you some weird things half asleep. That's why my texts were so funny to yeah. you. Well, I I, I, was half I, <laughs> I thought that that was the normal you. To be honest, no, that's was, how you text usually. I so. was trying to ask you for a ride, and I was trying to say yes please and it took how many tries maybe like four or five <laughs> probably five um <laughs> let, 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 let's see here your first text said i jud ions wiggio i and then you just put yes on my way exclamation point pls so i was very confused <laughs> um it did take you about five tries but we're here now and that's all that matters. So that's how my mental health is going, yeah, Jalen. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to skip right over mine because we don't have an hour. Um, <laughs> but we have two two albums to talk about here. Um, you gave me Taylor Swift's Evermore. I did. I gave you Jesse Reyes's Before Love, Ca- uh, Before Love Came to Kill Us. So let's dive in with Taylor's first. Miss Taylor Swift, are you a Swifty now? Uh, mm, mm, that's a great question. You that's can a, say no. I think that I could be, but it's shut up. Mm, no, I, I, <laughs> let me let me finish. But there are some things that are holding back my fanhood. Okay. Um, I think first of all, I don't like just generally when an artist releases two albums so close together like she did with these. Um. I think that it's really hard to put together like a cohesive product. Mm-hmm. I, I love that word, cohesion. Yeah. Um, it's a nothing word, but somehow you get what I mean. No, um, I get it. You know, I, I just don't know. It's hard to do to put out two albums that quickly. So I ended up listening to both Folklore and Evermore. I liked Folklore better than Evermore, but Evermore still had like potential if that makes sense can we talk about folklore just briefly really quickly okay okay so like overall i want to know your like thoughts and then your favorite song your least favorite song um so my thoughts overall are she it it was it was musical blue balls um because she started out with my favorite song the one it caused me to have a mental breakdown immediately i literally i I shit you not (laughs) i shit you not i was like um I was like, I'm going to listen to Folklore and like go to sleep. So it's like five o'clock in the morning and I'm listening <laughs> right, to it. Your bedtime. Yeah. Yeah. My bedtime. So I, I put it on and within like five seconds of hearing the chorus, I turned it off and I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> and I went and listened to Jesse's album, the one that I'm having you listen to. Oh, really? Immediately because I was like, no, you, it, it's not working for me. The one got me hooked. Like, I wasn't sure if I was going to like the album because I was like, she's doing something I don't know if I'm really into because I loved her pop era. Right. Like her past three albums, 1989, Reputation, and Lover. I was like obsessed with it. Um, but I wasn't sure if I'd get into like the whole, I don't know, indie vibe that she was like trying to put out. I was like, I feel like you're trying to do something maybe that isn't super your style. But then I heard the one and I was like, 
okay. <laughs> Maybe we should talk about it. <laughs> like at the at the very least, I didn't like the one at first because I was not a fan of just the 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 lyrical content. Um, but it grew on me. At the very least, like think of it this way, I guess. Um, a song had not made me feel such strong emotions in a while before that one. So she That's at least Ms. did that. Taylor. She at least did that. But after that, it was all downhill. All? All downhill. I didn't like a singular song after that. Even the trilogy? Did no. you do like the looking did you look up what all of the songs like how they are all connected? I didn't I didn't care. She was talking to me about oil and and plantations and nice there houses. Was no there was plantation. no plantation. There was some. What what what? I don't know the, the word I'm looking for. The last Great American Dynasty. I know what song you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like it's I don't. My favorite. Song I don't on that give album. a shit about that. I it's thought the, to myself, I don't care about this. I don't. I don't. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, it's just a story about the person that. I don't had her house. I don't. I don't care about who had your super nice house before you. It does not matter to me at all. Not in the least. I mean, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Also, high school, uh, high school romances do not do it for me. Honestly, I agree with you. I'm like, sis, you're 30. Stop, stop with the high school. (laughs) It's like my whole thing with driver's license, not to be too current eventy, but like you're 17, you just got your driver's license. You're not heartbroken. Shut up. Uh, That's how I feel too. But like, I mean, her feelings are valid. Uh, I can't wait for her to actually get her heart broken. Like for real, for real. Because that's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's going to put out some good music. And her biggest, like, in- musical influence is Taylor Swift, too. I, I do want to hit on something that you mentioned, which is that these two albums are a change in style for Taylor. Yes. I don't think it works for her. <laughs> <laughs> that was something that, like, I've never listened to any Taylor album other than Folklore and Evermore. But I've heard her biggest songs, and they're very poppy songs. Like, uh... I've got a blank space, and I'll write your, I'll write your name, whatever. Yeah, you know? good, good job. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> Me, that's, my Taylor Swift and Panic at the Disco, we don't talk about it. Yeah, like <laughs> that, but that blank space stuff, that's where she should be. She needs to stay there because when you have, like, a more indie alternative sound, the production can't save you. Like, I don't have pop music blaring in my ears. It's just a little guitar and you trying to sing, and you can't really sing. And then I've got to look at your lyrics and you the lyrics. You can't see me, but my jaw is dropped. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm looking at your lyrics and I'm like, look, these lyrics are not doing it for me either. Shut up. I the swear lyrics are not doing it for you? No. No. I don't, I don't think she's that strong of a writer in general. I don't love her storytelling. I, I've, Shut up. I swear. I, I shit you not. I've heard better. Oh, my God, Jalen. I can so, fight you. No, no, no. <laughs> and, you know, I thought to myself, I was like, she is literally, writing-wise, she is the Arctic Monkeys, but with worse production. Like, the Arctic Monkeys, they make great music, but their lyrics are very boring and not great until you hear the production behind it and it kind of works as a song. But for Taylor, no, I don't. I don't love the writing ability from her. So I think or the voice. we should talk about this very brief. I don't know how long this podcast is going to go. <laughs> oh, it's going to be 20. It's, okay, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. You guys strap in. You're in for a long okay. Um, I the, the I think that Folklore and Evermore were like meant to be a very experimental sound for Taylor Swift. I don't know if, if it's something she's going to lean into. And if she does lean into it, I'm going to suggest 
she talked to a lot more indie artists and maybe consider more production um, to like back up those vocals. Because I do think that she's not the best vocalist in the biz. I do think, though, her songwriting is probably the best in the biz. I, I think I she, say that. I'd say she's best when she's in pop. But the other genres, like it's kind of it's kind of like she's like in the NBA as like a pop star. And she's LeBron in the NBA. She is a pop star and you can understand why. But then she's trying to go into the NHL and play hockey. And it's just, whoa. I think you that, don't do that. I mean, listen, I think that let's consider when this album came out too. It came out in twenty twenty. She came out, she wrote it all in quarantine. She did all the production like a home studio by herself See, with I don't, like I, two I, other people I'm not sold, on Zoom. I'm not sold by that, man. I, I did the same thing with Charlie XCX when she put out that terrible album. I don't care <laughs> that you wrote it in quarantine. I don't care. If you're putting out music, it needs to be good. I'm not going to give you a mulligan because we're, <laughs> you're in quarantine. No one forced you to put something out. You did this on your own. That was all you. That's true. No one did force her. I think that the storytelling for me very much resonated. At first, I liked folklore a lot more than Evermore, and then I listened to it. You like really listened? I really listened to it, and I cried the entire time. I think that also there is like, I don't want to do. I I think there is like a gender divide with Taylor Swift. Really? I think that it's really hard for guys to lean into her like narrative i think it's so it's so interesting that like taylor swift is the only artist that has that i've listened to uh what's her name uh fiona apple fresh the bolt cutters and while i didn't like it i at least understood it and in my mindset if i can understand that (laughs) There's got to be something more than just the gender difference at play with Taylor Swift. I think Taylor Swift is, like, truly for the girls and the gays. Like, I say, like, Carly Carly Jepsen, Charlie XAX, like, all these great pop artists also for the girls and gays, obviously. But, like, I feel like because of their sound and how poppy it is and it doesn't, like, super get super deep, like... Everyone can kind of enjoy it, no matter your sexual preference or gender identity. But with Taylor Swift, it's just the most girly shit. That's that's true. And and that brings me to something else. I will say, listening to Evermore, I had the thought that Taylor Swift really brings out the toxic in me. <laughs> listening <laughs> to her should. songs. Like, I think it was, uh, let me take a look here. I think it was Tolerated. Oh, yeah. Tolerated brought out the toxic in me because, um, you know, we're going through this whole thing where she's obsessed with someone who doesn't care about her. And we get to the very end of the song where she starts talking about what would you do if I leave? And my immediate thought was he doesn't care about you. It's not going (laughs) to matter to him. (laughs) Like she's talking like she's big shit and his life's going to be, you know, irrevocably changed if she leaves. It's a care. This you is don't my matter. Brain. It is literally welcome to my brain. I oh mean, I can't speak for all women or, pe- or sorry, just overall people that reson- like listen to Taylor Swift and resonate with it. But me, myself, personally, listen to this shit and I'm like, yeah, yep, these are my thoughts. <laughs> and I, I'm, yeah, I'm to- like, it's toxic 
thoughts. They're in kind of intrusive and bad, but they exist, and she, like, gets it, and she writes it really poetically and beautifully, and I'm like, yeah, period. Now, let's talk about, since we're talking about toxic, Nobody No Crime is one of the most toxic songs I've ever heard in my life. She just demonized this innocent man for no reason Shut up. At He's all. an abusive husband. I've That's gotten, the point. I've got no idea what you're talking about. What I see here is a man who decided to change his life around. No. He used to be an alcoholic, drinking beer, but he decided I'm going to be healthy and I'm going to change my life, start drinking more wine. You know, he's heard that it's healthy and he's heard that it's better for your body. Literally. So he starts drinking. Whoa, wait, whoa, wait, whoa, wait. And then he thinks to himself, me and my wife, we've been going through it lately. It's been a little rough. You're let con- me let you're- me buy her some jewelry. Let me buy her some jewelry. Surprise her with it. He comes home one night with the Merlot, with the jewelry, ready to surprise her. Where is she? She's gone. She's missing. He's got no idea what's happening. He's distraught. And so a friend has to come stay with him. And make sure he's not going to end his life. It's the misogyny for what are you me. It's about? the toxic masculinity what are you for about? me. This man, oh, this Jaylen, man, this man, this man gets murdered at the end of this song. And Taylor Swift would have you believe that this is justice. This is no justice. Yes, because he cheated on her. I've got he, no and, idea what you're talking about. Where's the proof? It's not. <laughs> She's got a feeling that he cheated. A no. feeling. It's what that ain't my jewelry on the joint account, and then it's a surprise. He has a mistress. How do you know? He very clearly, um, SC wasn't there on Tuesday night. He reports his missing wife, and his house. He pass. She passes his house, and his truck has brand new tires. Right. Oh, he can't splurge on himself. He's only gonna get gifts for her. Mm, sounds sus. What kind of husband does that like a week after? Gets tires? Mm, sus. A week after her, his wife goes sus. missing. Very... And then his mistress moves in like right a friend, away. A friend moves in mm, because he's at no, home we're not all doing along this. to we're make not sure doing he this. doesn't this harm himself. Stretch for I've you. got no idea what y'all are talking about. I see an innocent man here. And I, I just don't understand. At you. That's ridiculous. What? I've got no idea what you mean. Okay, just. Where is the evidence? The we evidence got... is in the lyrics. No, it's not. Yes, we have, it is. We have feelings here, and we have conjecture from an outside person. Taylor doesn't even know that woman. She doesn't know if that's his mistress or not. She has no clue. Taylor's a homie. Whatever. Quickly to wrap things up, because we've talked about Taylor for almost 20 minutes now. Shut um, up. <laughs> Evermore. Why did she do that to that song? Like, it was good for the first minute and a half, and then suddenly I've got a weird-ass change of production and Bonnie Vare trying to sing in falsetto in my ear. It's, it's, it's not doing it for me, love. I'd agree with you. I think Evermore wasn't my favorite. I, sh- I think I liked Exile more. Like, Exile between Taylor Swift and Bonnie Vera, it sounded really good and was, like, two sides of a breakup, which was really beautiful to me. But Evermore, I was like, I don't understand what's happening. And I, like, like it on my ears. I'm not mad at it. But, like, Bonnie Vera, it wasn't – he wasn't doing it for me the first few times I listened to it. So I'd agree with you. It's not – it wasn't my favorite way she could have ended the album. Agree. Um, just to close things out, um, final thoughts. 
I think it's worth a listen, according to Alicia, if you're a woman. If you're a guy, uh, this is a album full of gaslighting and toxicity for your mental health. My guys, Wait, we didn't don't even talk about Sorry, sorry, no, no. We're going to, I know we're trying to wrap it up, but we didn't even talk about champagne problems. I don't care about white, rich people problems. Like that, that whole idea is going to turn me off immediately. And it did. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia's processing right now. You didn't get the lyrics. You Go didn't get it. Go ahead. It was just about how this girl is self destructive. And, like, is ruining her own relationship, and this guy is here for her and wants to be with her, but she's got, like, these issues. It's, like, it's just talking about how her internal struggles with, like, her mental health, how she views herself, and how that's destructive to her relationships. It's called champagne problems because that's what everyone's saying to her. They're like, oh, you just have champagne problems because you're rich or you're, like, privileged or whatever because you're just, like, I don't know. You don't have real problems. Sure. And, yeah, she's not, like, begging for food on the side of the road. She's not, like, she doesn't have, like, real problems like that, but that doesn't mean her, like, internal struggles with, like, mental health and her relationships aren't really valid. I will also say, I mean, there's not much of the way and uh, accountability in these lyrics. It's just her going, yeah, I, I said no, and being like, oh, you're, you must be fucked up about this. Like you told your your family, damn, that sucks. Like there isn't much okay. going. I fucked up here, or I did this here to really make me go. Oh, I guess I'm I'm vibing with it. I don't know. I think compared to a lot of music people put out these days, what like Ariana Grande talking about sixty nineing her like boyfriend in thirty four, thirty five, like. D- how much do lyrics like really need to be I'm like? Telling you that I'm, this is why I'm trying to tell you, pop is a different arena. But when you get into these other genres of music, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll leave Taylor Swift. We'll talk about it on our own personal time now, I guess. Listen, guys. <laughs> guys, this isn't for us. Don't get a li- don't give it a listen. Um, Untrue. Women, you, you have fun with it. Uh, let's not gender it. Whoever feels You gendered it. What do you mean? Uh Uh-uh. I said for the girls and the gays. Okay. Straight. I'm sorry. Straight guys. And if you're very in touch with your emotions as a straight male. And very, like, comfortable exploring. I'm very in touch with that. uh, Exploring those emotions. Uh, Guys, if you uh, are visiting your girlfriend or you just happen to see her Spotify and she's listening to this album, just go ahead and pack it up. Just go ahead and pack it up, bud. She's going to murder you, dog. If she listens to Nobody No Crimin' like sings it out loud, you're fucking done. As she should. You're fucking Most likely, done. if she's listening to she's Nobody gonna, No Crime. She's going to stab you in your sleep over nothing at all. Mm, nothing at all. There's probably a reason. Anyways, let's let's move on to, yeah, let's uh, talk about that. to Jesse Reyes, one of the best singer-songwriters working today. One of my favorite artists. I gave you Before Love Came to Kill Us. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it more than Daniel Caesar, which, <laughs> which you made me listen to last time. A I, podcast I, that will never be heard. I figure it out. Just give her a woman artist and she'll like it. Yeah, honestly. Honestly, I've kind of noticed a little bit that you like albums that have like a very cohesive sound. Like that are very 
monotonous. Oh, I disagree. I think that I like a lot of like different sounds in an album. Like of a lot of variety, different things I can listen to for like different moods. I don't know. In an album. I'm an I'm an album guy. I like it when an album is a complete piece of work rather than just these are the best songs I've made in the past twelve months. And just some meaning behind it. I I mean I agree and I think that she did a really good job. Jesse Reyes did a really good job of doing that. Cause I usually don't like albums that are just that sound the same <laughs> like throughout the whole entire thing. But when I listened to it the first time around, I was like, okay, all the sounds, songs kind of sounded the same to me, so I'm going to have to listen to it again. And then when I listened to it again, I was like, damn, this bitch be sad. <laughs> I was like, who fucked this girl over? Because I was like, shit's dark. Men are trash. And that's why Taylor Swift wrote Nobody, No Crime. Yeah, but here's anyway. the thing. Anyway. I'll, I'll jump in really quickly and, and ask you about a song. And that, this is where I think the, the split is between, like, music that I like and music I don't. So Taylor Swift has Tolerated, and Jesse Reyes has I Should Have Fucked Your Friends. Like, just starting off the album off rip going, I should have fucked your friends. Fuck you. Like, it, she's got that level of aggression that I really like. Yeah, I think that's just, like, this is dichotomy of, of complicated emotions because sometimes you feel tolerated and you're, like, in your feels, like, oh, blah, 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 like... Don't you just wish you were with me all the time? Like, I can't believe you did this to me. And then you have the t- like the other part, of, the aggressive part of your brain. It's like, hey, I wish I fucked your friends and like fucked other people while I was with you because you're a shithole and I hate you. Like, I think you can like both. I liked both. I really did. I want to talk about. It. So I have my. Fo- I think the album really showcased her voice, and I think she probably has one of the most beautiful voices I've heard. Um. But with Do You Love Her, when she was like, I should have fucked your friends, I was like, oh, shit. We were about to listen to some shit. And I liked her voice a lot. And I was like, I don't really know how I love the sound in, like, the first verse. But then it got to the chorus, and I thought it was really pretty. The chorus was beautiful. Um, but I wrote down, I was like, also really dark. But this whole album is pretty dark. Um, but yeah, Do You Love Her was a good start. And then it went to what? Rear? I think that was what's the, or sorry, no, Deaf. Deaf. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I thought Rear was <laughs> what it was. It went to Deaf and I didn't like Deaf as much. Um, I think I like the second half of the album more than the first half. That's when she gets more into her ballad type bag. I yeah, I yeah. liked her ballad stuff. And I could talk about the songs I liked. Let me just talk about the songs I liked. So... I like Love in the Dark. That was my favorite. Did you not like uh, Kill Us? Before Love Came to Kill Us. It's the one right before that. I don't think I liked it as much as... Love in the Dark is great. Before Love to came, t- came to Kill Us actually ranked pretty low. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Um, I think it was Love in the Dark, I Do, Do You Love Her, La Memoria. I do love that song. Figures, Roof, Ankles, Intruders, Importers, Dope. Before Love Came to Kill Us, same side, deaf. 
Oh, you like dope. I hated dope so much. I thought it was okay. I was just like, okay. This it, it was like EDM, and I was like, I, I don't know what you're doing here. I kind of liked that there was a different sound. But it, it brought me out of my vibe. Over. <laughs> Because the thing is, I feel like for me, I like individual songs and I'll put it on a playlist that's like a different, that's a certain vibe. But I listen to songs like individually more than like an album in its whole. Unless I'm listening to like folklore or evermore. Oh my God. Um, But yeah, so I thought Love in the Dark lyrically was excellent. Um, I think it was her strongest song. Um, I loved the piano. I thought it was really pretty. Again, I liked the background or like the production wasn't super heavy. It was because it was just a piano and some other instruments, like maybe a synth. I don't know. Um, and it was a great song about a breakup slash like one sided, unrequited love, whatever. I was just like, yeah, it's pretty poetic. It's very nice. It was very nice on my earballs. 10 out of 10, best song. And then I liked, um, so I said, I love how I do sounds um, in general. I like like how it sounds on my earballs again. Um, I thought, it, I said it was really relatable, but I think many of her songs are because of like the aggression and just like the rage <laughs> towards an ex-partner. I think mm. a lot of people or like an ex-significant other. I think a lot of people can like resonate with that. Um, I really, there was a lyric that I really liked. It was like, all I want is a familiar face because I'd much rather hurt from familiar pain. And I was like, shut up. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah. She, <laughs> she does that. You're like, oh, shit. And then like right after she says that, it builds with like the more like the other vocalists in the background because, you know, because she does the first verse and then, like, a pre-chorus, and then she goes into her second verse. Yeah, the choir is awesome. Yeah, I really loved oh, okay. that. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really loved that, and it was really cool. Um, And then I liked La Maria, and I loved that she had a song on her album that was in Spanish. Um, it, I feel like it connects to you as a listener to her as an individual more. But the lyrics are kind of savage. Oh, I haven't read the lyrics. I don't know the translation. Uh, the so translation. basically she's like, I hope you fall in love with someone as shitty as you so you learn art. Facts. <laughs> that's like that's like same side. Where yeah. She's like, you're like such a villain. I wish I could be as bad as you are so that I Yeah, which I think is like her thing theme throughout the album she's just like you're a piece of shit i should have done you dirty and or you should be done dirty in the future i hope with her next album she experiments with like new sounds i think if she puts out more albums like this album it's just gonna get boring oh i don't know I'm always in the mood to get aggressive in my feels. But also, Good. I mean, she she she's got her deaths, her ankles, her roofs were like, you're like, I'm the shit as well. Yeah. What was like, it? What was that? When she was like, These bitches don't make it to my ankles, I said, Hell yeah, queen. Yeah, yeah. Those ankles. <laughs> I think that she could go into a more pop sound. Ah, uh, here you go trying to take one of my favorite artists and put her in pop. She would be really great. She has uh, a really strong, like, well, you still have this album. Yeah, it's not like this not album is going anywhere. I think same. that's the thing about music. Like, we always want more of the same stuff, 
but we don't appreciate what we have and that we can just listen to it all the time. I appreciate it, but at the same time, I know somebody new broke your heart. Where's the new music? Come on. I need the content. Like, I just, I, I, I want updates. Like, I want you to update me every two or three years and say, hey, my heart's so broken, I still want to shoot this guy in the head. That's just yeah. good to know. Well, I think a couple songs or, like, five songs on an album that's like, I want to shoot his head, but, like, different ways of, like, expressing that mm-hmm. I want to shoot his head would be brilliant. Uh, so what are your what are your closing thoughts on, on the album? Give it a listen when you're really angry at your life. <laughs> Um, because it really brought out, like, the bitch in me. I was like, Mm. fuck everyone. I'll fuck their friends. (laughs) Like, (laughs) who cares? And I don't know if I'm going to listen to the whole album again, because there were songs I was just like, eh, it's more of the same. And there were more songs that sounded like the songs I liked, that I liked more, that I could just play on repeat, because I'm a big on repeat girl. The songs I liked, I really loved... And I think that she probably has one of the best voices in the game. And I'm really excited for what she has to put out next. All right. There you have it. Before Love Came to Kill Us by Jesse Reyes and Folklore and Evermore by Taylor Swift. That's all we've got for y'all today. As always, if you want to check out some of the artists, albums, songs that we mentioned on this podcast, just search uh, Put Me On Featured Tracks on Spotify It will pop up. Give it a listen. Thanks to Becca for putting that together. Now, wash your hands, wear your mask, stay safe, and I'll talk to y'all next week.